0: Analytical Hypnosis and Transforming Therapy, Part 3 Welcome to HypnoTalks. I'm your host Axel Hombach. I'm a hypnotist and trainer for hypnosis and self-hypnosis in Cologne, Germany. You are listening to a mini-series of three interviews on analytical hypnosis and transforming therapy with me and the research neurologist, university lecturer and medical hypnotherapist Dr. John Butler the founder and director of the HTI, the Hypnotherapy Training International in London and successor of Gil Boyne. John Butler and I started to talk about what are analytical hypnosis and transforming therapy and what is the difference that makes transforming therapy one of the still most influential and seminal methods we currently have in hypnosis. And... How has it influenced many of the more current versions of hypnosis, especially what is also called regression hypnosis? If you haven't listened to the first and second part of the series, I would like to encourage you to do that now or directly after you've listened to this episode. Boyne developed transforming therapy from the 1960s and 70s on until his death in 2010. Dr. John Butler continues to teach and develop transforming therapy. This is now the third part on transforming therapy and I'm very delighted to talk to John about a very special part of analytical hypnosis, which is regression work or short regression. Hello, John. Glad to have you here again.
1: Hello, Axel.
0: John, we decided to talk in our third episode about a very special part of analytical hypnosis, which is regression work. Although regression is only a very small part of analytical hypnosis, many people regard it the supreme discipline of analytical hypnosis. John, with your background, you are an expert, if not the expert in analytical hypnosis in the form we call transforming therapy. I'm very delighted to talk to you about regression today. I know, as you know, that for many people, regression is actually the only analytical hypnosis one needs to have. And in fact, the approach on regression in transforming therapy is, let's put it carefully, slightly different.
1: Yes, yes.
0: From the point of view of transforming therapy, what is regression work in hypnosis?
1: Well, put very simply, to regress means to go back to something, and in this case to go back in time, to find the nature, the roots of the feeling, to get into the understanding about those emotional issues and associated behavioral problems uh, that the client is experiencing, which do not yield to simple suggestion methods, or to uh, maybe a, a cognitive and analytical intellectual approach of that kind, hypnotherapy or hypnosis at its most effective is the method that really allows us to penetrate very deeply into the nature of the problem so that the changing of the problem is very, very complete. And regression is a part of that work. Now regression to be effective must have being preceded by the very best uncovering methods which have started with the consultation and building the therapeutic relationship. All those consultation skills and identifying predominant emotion and then working with the affect bridge will enable the client to be regressed. To go back to the events and places, the family drama for example, where the experiences which were so powerful for their learning those early learning experiences can be revisited. And where those learning experiences are unhealthy, we talk about maladaptive learning, maybe they were bullied or neglected or (laughs) felt unlovable, or whatever it was that happened back in the past, now the client can begin to understand the jigsaw pieces of the, the problem, the jigsaw puzzle pieces of their mind and put it together in a different way to understand and change the deep subconscious understanding of it, the so-called fixed idea, and have a different emotional response then to those events in the past, and be able to bring closure, and have a different intellectual understanding as well, so that there is a very thorough re-education and transformation of the mind. That is what the goal of the therapy is primarily about and that is of which regression is one of several key parts.
0: So regression is, simply put, used to help the client understand where his own beliefs come from originally, to understand what his unconscious or subconscious or not conscious mind learned, and what decisions the client made during an early or earlier stage of his life and how these decisions he unconsciously or subconsciously made have led to the behavior he shows currently.
1: Well, that's absolutely correct. Uh, The problems that people have that they come to therapy with are not problems that they can intellectually think themselves out of because they didn't intellectually think themselves into it. To uh, roughly paraphrase what Oscar Wilde said, you cannot... uh, (laughs) a man to think his way out of the problem that he didn't think himself into. He can't reason his way out, in other words. The emotionally charged events, and bear in mind when we're young, we live primarily in that emotional mind. Now it might be a person that had a very traumatic experience, say, in a military situation, or we're very bullied, emotionally traumatized, perhaps by rape or very severe events in our lives that have penetrated through to the subconscious level and left a very deep imprint, they can't be resolved purely at the intellectual level. That's why the client is in the therapy. Now by revisiting them, and we call that revivification, it's a very intense emotional form of remembering. Hypnosis enables us to achieve that, so the full details, the full emotional tone of the experience can be as it were, reactivated at that deep synaptic level in those parts of the brain where it's lodged, which is not in the intellectual areas of the brain, let's put it that way. And then the client is able to make those synaptic changes at that level. So really the change is of a very profound nature. Uh, It might involve a lot of emotional catharsis, and it might involve quite a lot of understanding of new concepts and ideas that were not available to the child at the time, for example, if they were a child. And there is reprogramming, changing fixed ideas, and several steps that are involved in processing the material that's uncovered in regression. So regression is really just the first part of that process of dealing with the past. It's not the solution in itself regression is the easiest part of the work usually
0: in our last interview you said it is actually very easy to regress and probably that is also a reason why it leads often to the fallacy that regression work solves all problems
1: yes there's very simplistic thinking out there in this work Uh, i mean there are many therapists in hypnotherapy who believe Just simple suggestions given in a relaxed state is hypnotherapy and that will change problems. Well, when clients improve with that, often the therapy has had very little to do with it. Uh, It's really mostly a placebo effect. And we see that those changes can be short-term anyway as well and very superficial. Now, regression then is not in itself a solution to the deeper nature of the problems. The regression... Uh, Sometimes people are told if you regress a person and you find the original events, then change will, will happen very readily, very easily. And that's not true as well, of course. And therefore, if they haven't changed, you mustn't have found the original events. Whereas really the process of regression and dealing with what's uncovered as a result of the regression is much more... A complex and multi-step process. In skilled hands, it can be often be done very, very quickly, but it involves the client looking at their fixed ideas, looking at the forces then that have been, uh, that were applying those fixed ideas to their mind, perhaps parental figures, and learning how to absolve themselves of shame, of guilt, of dealing with emotionally conflicted feelings. I love my father, but I'm very angry with him because he abused me emotionally or sexually. And you have to work through the family drama of what happened. Sometimes that's all done in one session. But it allows them to bring the material to the surface where it can be worked on and transformed in a very comprehensive way, a very detailed and full way. And that's where the real change occurs, as opposed to just taking them back to an event that is then supposed to magically change them without doing that deep re-education of the subconscious. That's just not possible.
0: So, important is that regression work is one of the uncovering methods we use. What we uncover then leads to the real transforming work, which is the understanding of the client, how those past situations have influenced his decisions and behavior. And how it is influencing still today. And then the more important step in transforming therapy becomes based on what was uncovered. For example, during the regression phase, but not only in the regression work. Then we take that and help the client understand how it all fits together. How those forming events still influence His current actions and help him develop his own transformation and develop better more suitable more adequate actions better methods how to deal with his daily life
1: yes the uncovering begins at the very beginning of the sessions that's part of the analysis and right at the interview stage now it's intensified a great deal when we uncover predominant underlying emotion, energy. And then it's intensified further. The uncovering is uh, more intense, more deep, as we do regression and going back to the sensitizing events. And as you said, it's a complex reorganization, reinterpretation of things from the past, adding a lot of new understandings and ideas that helps that marvelous structure we're calling the human mind to learn new things at a deep level and move forward. The human mind is complex. It cannot be handled in a very simplistic way. And to assume that just because regression is applied, the client now will very easily understand what happened in the past and be able to make the necessary changes. That's not true. There are several key steps often in dealing with that uncovered material that's been brought to the surface during the regression and the client may have to work a lot on forgiveness and discharging shame and guilt that they may be holding learning to see a very different view from an adult perspective that they to what they had as a child and then taking things forward maybe breaking through certain impulses where they're still holding on to the past using alibis unable to move forward and all of that may have to be delve in quite a lot of depth to get the full benefits from the regression, from what's been uncovered during regression, and that is real therapy.
0: As I remember, one important aspect of transforming therapy is also that what has been uncovered from the subconscious mind is then also integrated into the conscious part of the mind, and that is an aspect that is very different from other approaches of hypnosis and analytical hypnosis?
1: Yes. Well, that's something that Gilboyne was very... uh, He understood that principle very well, that when a material has been uncovered and the client has been helped to understand and integrate that at a subconscious level, this doesn't mean yet that it has now been able to be absorbed at the intellectual level sufficiently so that it can be used creatively in everyday life. That the intellectual mind can grasp and work with what's been subconsciously revealed. And those two parts of the mind now are working in a very positive, interactive way regarding material from the past and how they're taking themselves forward into the future in their lives. That integration of those conscious and subconscious understandings is very critical for therapy to be effective and is highly neglected in many aspects of hypnotic work.
0: John, I'm afraid our time has come to an end again. Thank you so much for your insight, for your information and for your time. It's been a great pleasure to talk to you and learn more in depth about this wonderful, effective and influential method that we call transforming therapy, which as I remember, was called already in the 1970s, Miracles on Demand, as the book titled by Charles Tabitz, in which he describes transforming therapy. John, I'm looking forward very much to continue with you this more informal interview series.
1: Well, thank you, Axel. And uh, as you've said, many people have used this over the years since the 1960s when Gil Boyne first developed a very comprehensive approach to the therapy that we call transforming therapy and there are many offshoots of it such as parts therapy and various versions of regression work so I'll be delighted to speak further to you about it thank you again
0: so this was our last interview of this mini-series but certainly not our last interview on hypnosis transforming therapy and gildborn goodbye for now john and talk to you soon again
1: goodbye for now
0: and to all of our listeners if you have liked this episode please give us a like a friendly comment subscribe to our channels and share this episode via email and on social media and to make sure to follow up with the next episodes With that said, I'm Axel Lombach, online with Dr. John Butler. Have a great time. Until next time.